2: The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and the Rooch.
3: Two minutes past three. Welcome to the show. Kim Bar and the Roach with you on a Monday afternoon, live from Studio Lumo SA. Currently 26.4 degrees here in the city. Uh, we're here thanks to Hyundai. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Lots to talk about. There was a bit happening on the weekend. Let's welcome the Roachy Roach Roach. What's the matter, you? Hey. hey, got no respect. Stop. What do you think you do? Stop. Oh. Why you look so sad? Yes. It's not so bad. It's a nicer place. i
0: shut up for your face. Hey, rookie, 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 rookie. 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 <laughs> I <don't like laughs> you. I keep, I keep hearing these side issues being brought up with that song. Who is shipping in there every so often? No, no that's, respect. That's me. I've got oh. issues.
3: Um, and You've I've, got I've, issues? I've had a coffee. <laughs> oh, <laughs> help me. I'm up and
0: about. Did you, no, have you had a spoilt milk or a real coffee?
3: No, no, it's a spoilt mm. milk again,
0: Roach. Get yeah, stuff. A bit, bit happened over the weekend, didn't it? Yeah.
3: Ooh, all, all over be. the we'll, place. We'll jump into it. We're live and interactive. So we love your views. I'm just reading some of the correspondence that's been going on around Australia, Roach, in mm. regards to Sam Powell Pepper. Uh, there'll be a bit of that.
0: Oh, as footy. we wait for Michael Christian to deliver his first and most fascinating verdict of 2024 because it will set
3: the tone. Well, it should.
0: Well, I hope you're right. I'm not, incident, sand, yeah, I'm not talking about the incident. draws a line no, in the sand. I'm not talking
3: about the incident as such. No. I'm just saying what we want is consistency. So if he
0: draws this line in the sand, I don't want two weeks later, oh... All of a sudden the penalties get halved because there's been a rethink at AFL Mm. House. Get this right from the start.
3: I agree with you, Rooch. Look, we're live and interactive. If you'd like to send a text, 0427 154 166. That's all thanks to our good friends at Morn Team Hyundai Cheltenham. Mm. Put them on your shopping list. Daniel Thomas and the team out there, it's a wonderful organisation. If you're looking to buy a car, pop out there and see DT and the team. I mean, all the Hyundai dealerships are lovely, Roach. We have to say that because they support us We go us there. We right? see it ourselves. I know. Plus, we're having Becky with them tomorrow morning. Mm. Hello, team. Um, Roach, coming up on the show, 3.30, Rory Laird will join us.
0: Yeah, he's had fo- a busy weekend. Yeah. Well, he he's played,
3: back. He played a game, went yep. to his sister's wedding the week before. Huh. Stuffed the footy, he said. i got up my yeah. sisters
0: getting married. I like people who put family yeah. before everything else.
3: Uh, four o'clock. Uh, <laughs> the good, the bad and the ugly.
0: I've got such a list. My list is so long, whew, Really, I picked out heaps of things.
3: You might have to give me a hand then. All right. uh, at 4.20, you've got an unmissable moment. I think I like this. I saw you. I uh, need
0: your editorial thoughts on this one do too. Do you really? Yes. because
3: My wit or my football knowledge?
0: Don't send texts. All text. of it. All of it. Because right. okay. I'm going to, say, put a bullet in the gun, <coughs> and I want to see how far it ricochets, because I think it goes beyond one player. Could Ooh. affect others.
3: Okay, very cryptic, Rooch. Oh, just that is building true. it up, building it up. And at 4.30, Rooch, we're going to have a chat with possibly the biggest up-and-comer in South Australian sport.
0: Good title. Do you think very that's good fair? good title.
3: Isabel Borlace. the last 12 months.
0: Oh, what about the next 12?
3: Oh, Olympics coming up. Oh, Paris. July 20, when is it? Twenty mm,
0: July Sometime yeah.
3: Twenty sixth of mm, July yep. through to August the 11th.
0: Mm um september she turns 20 and that means the usa is open
3: Bye, bye American <laughs>
0: pie. Yep. my goodness spider-man's just walked past
3: oh spidey he is too
0: that's a very interesting image just passed the door <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, i know that wouldn't be comfortable it's 26 degrees out there it is um, yeah, so that's the guest. We'll have a chat to Izzy. They played their last game of the year, Rich, and uh, she had a big night last night. We'll get to that. Yep. All right, let's jump into it. The texts are coming through thick and fast. We'll get to those very shortly as we go round the grounds. There's some big news at the SACA in regarding Tim Nielsen, the high-performance coach.
0: Ten years, a decade as high-performance, and he has fallen yes. on his sword. Mm. So he is out. So there's going to be a change in that direction, and we would have to say that in view of the results... It probably does need a freshening up of ideas, doesn't He's it? He's one of the good guys, he Rooch, is?
3: just like Jason Gillespie is. And someone Paul's pointed out his record last week, which mm. is not good. So you would think there would have to be a, call well, it a sacrificial a, lamb, yeah. or just the reality, the fact that you're in a performance-based business. Yes. You're in the win-loss yes. caper. The Redbacks have won 10 wooden spoons in the last 14 seasons. 10. Yikes. 10 in 14. Yeah.
0: Well, you've got to read the room eventually, don't you? Yeah. So You've been a, there a decade. It, it is clear that something has to change. And maybe yeah, you say, well, time right. for some new ideas, new eyes on this. We want to get into yep.
3: Sam Pepper as soon as we can. Oh, uh, yeah. We mentioned Isabel Borlace. We're yep. talking to her at 4.30. Very good. Uh, had a massive night last night.
0: Yes, whereby she becomes. Yeah, this is the elite, isn't it, when you become. So the N- WNBL, in terms of like if football has an all-Australian team, they have a first team. These they have the, the all-star five, first five. Big five, yep. aren't they? So if you're among five of, what, about 120, are we saying? Plus? Yeah, I, I that is elite. Only, yeah, that is elite. Yeah, 12 to 15 on the roster. And that tells you why there would be some people in the USA, professional women's basketball going, hmm. Well, hmm. their improvement. The draft it's is coming.
3: Off the charts. Oh, Rich. absolutely. Uh, two seasons ago, played one senior game. Now, and then goes to being the best player and one of the five best in the competition. And
0: Sandy Brondella is certainly a big fan with the Opals and... Isabel Borle's so yeah, the world is very much her oyster. Very much so, yeah. Roach.
3: Uh, now, bad news for the Sydney Swans.
0: Luke Parker, so he broke his arm in the last quarter of that trial game against GWS. So that's all been confirmed. Now, he's got to wait till Friday when the specialist gives him the full verdict on how long he's going to be spending out of footy. Now, why is that important? Well, critically, he wants to be part of Sydney's campaign this year, which could be a very big one. But he's on 283 games.
3: 17 or 300. That's snuck up.
0: So he doesn't want this to be... A long-term injury, <laughs> does he?
3: Well, I'd like to think he's got another year in him, but uh, point taken. Mm. All right. Don't injuries, take anything for granted, Kim. No, injuries play a big part. in. As you said finish. in the Friday
0: forecast.
3: Yeah, well, I did say there'd be one. There wasn't too much, though. The concussion of Mark Keane, courtesy of Sam Palpepper, who was very unlucky. The <sighs> player was slung into him. There was a microsecond in it. Uh, Mitch Cleary reporting that he may get four games. Yeah, Mitch well, Cleary
0: from Channel 7, Roach. What we need right now is... We're in a new landscape. Clearly, the AFL is going to declare where this all stands. But if they come up with four, they come up with five, they come up with three. I don't care where the line is drawn. Stick with that. Oh, line, I'm a little nervy you. if it
3: got to five for an incident how like that. Do you that? know where this goes? Now? I know. Um, I, I'm feeling three. I feel for him, but I'm thinking three should be the mark. May but I read?
0: Was... May I read this? Because you remember, I text sent a text to you when this happened. Going, yep. Well, we know where this is heading. But like Graham Corns wrote. Not that long ago, in another football era, it would have been applauded as a fair bump, but not today.
3: No, we can't bump people in the head. We know that. I don't think but it was a fair bump even back in the day.
0: Mm, okay.
3: Well, it's, it wasn't. Not when you get someone in the head. It's high tackle. Or well, high bump.
0: It's still a free kick, even mm. back in the day. But But we, we applauded that stuff a decade ago, didn't well, we?
3: Well, we like someone getting flattened, Rich. All right, let's get the... Uh, Let's start reading the room where okay. everyone thinks this is going yep. to go. This is Nathan Buckley this morning on the Power Pepper incident.
4: It looks clumsy. Yes, there's a tackle with Rioli who sort of brings Keane around into Power Pepper's um, path. I don't know what Kingy means by a severe penalty. I think this was this was a little bit a little bit careless by um, Power Pepper, but I I didn't see a real intent. Um, as he as he approached the contest, and um, and I think he's wrong place, wrong time. I, I think there were there were options for him um, on the lead, on the way that he approached the contest, but um, I, I, I mean I don't severe penalty. I don't know what Kingy's looking for. I think it's I think it's probably worth a, a two match suspension.
3: I think Kingy would like life for much. He's very strong, but he's been strong and yeah, any hit it hard. He, he has. So yeah. I haven't heard what he's saying, but I would imagine that Kingy would be thinking four, five, or six that I can't speak for him. Well, he's Jared been very Wa-
0: strong for more than a year about if the yeah. AFL is going to be serious about contact to the head, it must issue very, very lengthy penalties.
3: Jared Whateley, as we know, is a choir boy. Let's hear what he oh. thinks the penalty should be.
5: Mm.
2: I feel like last year, where we left off, this is just straight up and down three and wouldn't be, wouldn't even go to the tribunal. I'll be surprised if this doesn't get graded as the three plus and go to the tribunal with the AFL asking for a four-week suspension because I think they will raise the floor.
0: I think he's right there Jared. but at this point we're all guessing But whatever Michael Christian does he better stick to it all year round.
2: Alright we'll get your
3: opinion on how many you think the penalty will be Roach, I'll give you mine after the break. You can have your say mm-hmm. as well. Thanks to Morn Team Hyundai Cheltenham. Send us a text 0427 154 166 What will happen to the PEP? We'll know in the next hour or so.
2: The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and the Rooch. 3.17,
3: 3.17, Kimbo on the Roots with you. We're live from Studio Lumo SA, powered by Lumo Energy SA. We'll get to the text line. Everyone's got their say on Sam Powell Pepper. We don't think we'll get an answer for about an hour. Roots, mm. there's some breaking news out of Richmond, though.
0: Yes, the captains are being presented by the AFL today, the annual Captain's Day. Mm-hmm. Toby Dan Curvis is the Richmond captain. He's also their lead ruckman. He's revealed that he's got a foot problem, plantar fascia. Mm-hmm. Doesn't know how long he'll be out. Saying pretty well he's not sure he can play the first game. Who's their backup Ruckman again? Ivan Soldo. No, he's at Port Adelaide, <laughs> Kim. Oh, how these things happen, yeah. eh? How oh. the footy gods write these scripts? That is not ideal. All right, the text line, <laughs> 0427154166.
3: Here we go, Sam Powell Pepper. Uh, mm. No name on this one. It says, three games, had no intention to tackle. Mm. Unfortunate incident, though. Yes. Uh, hi, Kimbo and Roach.
5: Oh, you've no, you've stopped.
3: No, we stopped because there's someone... Mark, we'll get to that. That's cricket. We'll just okay. stay on this thing first. Uh, Costa says, lads, there's only one thing worse than being the first match review officer case for the year. Yes. Being the first case and from South Australia. you yes. He'll probably get 10 weeks, but Maynard oh. will get off before a granny. Uh, Costa, we understand what you're saying there. Another yeah. one that says, no... Free, this is from Chopsy, no free kick, no report from the three Stooges, plus one. Having a crack at the umpires.
0: Were the umpires in a position to see it, Kim?
3: Uh, the one closest wasn't, Roach, I don't That makes it believe. tougher. Yeah.
0: But a contact to the head should certainly lead to a free kick. I was watching
3: it online or on Fox. Mm. Uh, well done to Paul Bonzer and uh, Tommy Jonas. Yes. That were doing the game. Yeah. Um, the, the hardest
0: thing about this, Kim, is just like Costa said, it's the first one of the year. And we know yeah. that the whole landscape changed over the summer where the AFL rewrote the rules. Probably didn't rewrite it properly on the Maynard one with Brayshaw. Shaw. Michael Christian sits in that really awkward seat where he's got a heap of briefing notes of where the AFL is going on this, and it is a very, very serious issue, loaded with legalities. But again, we'll say it: whatever verdict he comes up with, Sam Powell Pepper, that must be the line in the sand they hold to until the season ends. I, I agree. I don't want, I agree. Don't you
3: said that the, eight times now. Cause Cause I'm me, really strong on that. Point, let me read don't? this out. I'm mm. strong on reading this out. Sam Pow Pepper should get two to three, but will likely be sent to the tribunal. Mm. Looking for a four-week penalty to reinforce the AFL's strength on this head-high issue. That's from Jacko at Lewiston. All right, let's get a little editorial comment from Jared Waitley on the Sam Powell Pepper bump.
2: Sam Palpepper Pepper has got everything wrong here. His timing was disastrous, first for Mark Keane and now for himself.
3: Well, did he get it wrong? Let's hear from Sam Powell Pepper, who was door-stopped at training today.
2: Uh, yeah, obviously, um, wasn't wasn't a good hit.
0: So. Um my, my future's in the MRI's hands and, uh, yeah, first thing I did was flick, uh, mark a message after the game and, uh, yeah, it's never never my intention to concuss anyone or um, hit anyone higher. I think I played a tough, fair game and um, obviously got that one wrong.
3: So he's yeah. owned it. It was a split second. I'd like so, the biomechanics to get their right,
0: hands it, on that, this one. And you know what? If it does go to a tribunal... I've, I've been trying to remember all weekend. Remember we had the tribunal last year. There was a Melbourne-Adelaide game and the Melbourne player was charged and the tribunal advocate for the AFL, said, you should have sidestepped. You should have sidestepped out of that.
3: Oh, no, there were some woeful comments from the tribunal last not, uh, last year. You remember Ridiculous the sidestep one? Yeah. Ridiculous. So this
0: one, if it goes to the tribunal, and they'll say, you had options, Mr. Powell Pepper, and one of them was to avoid the contest. Yeah,
3: let's just call it for what it is. If any part of your body hits them in the head, you're in trouble. Yes. Yeah.
0: But how do you coach now, Kim?
3: Well, let's find out from Chad Corns. We've been really
4: big on coaching that all summer, um, we've got a huge focus on how we attack the, the ball and the body to try and limit some of the free kicks we gave away last, last year and, and that falls into that category. So, you know, We know the way Pep plays, um, you know, he's hard and tough but like I said I can't comment on the actual
0: contact because I didn't see it. Yeah, Yeah, but how do you coach
3: it? Well, when there's a split second like that, um, he's very unlucky, and uh, I agree with what Pep said. He plays it hard, but he plays it fair. Got that one wrong. There was a split second in it. Uh, Mm. We'll go to a break, Roach. When we come back, a little bit more breaking news from Tom Morris. He's on a bit of a roll, Roach. He's like a young Roachie at the
0: moment. (laughs) Seems to get a fair few leaks, doesn't he? Oh, really? Yes. AFL house leak, does it? Kim. Kim. Leak. If they came out of a shipyard, you'd be suing the shipbuilder, saying, what sort of ship have you given me here? All right, Leak. Betty, get that one up there. Get that Leak. one up.
3: Rooch has come out with an outlandish one. It's
2: 3.21. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roach.
3: 27, Rory Laird after 3.30 at 3.50. No, at 4 o'clock we'll have the good, the bad and the ugly. And Isabel Borlase at 4.30. Did you
0: wear gloves when you played? Absolutely Remember that era where everyone thought, we've got to get the gloves because like the American footballers, it gets you holding the ball better when the marking contest. No, absolutely
3: not, Roach. I like to have a feel with the ball drop when you kick it. Right,
0: well, the AFL's reacted here. If you wish to wear gloves... You know, or a glove. You know, for football, you will need a medical certificate, and then that medical certificate will need to be approved by Laura Kane, the head of AFL football.
3: Now, this is what Tommy Morris is yes. breaking at the moment. So
0: it's the case of medically needing the glove rather than aesthetically needing it to hold a mark.
3: I'd be very surprised if there's any gloves in the game then, Roach. There wouldn't be too many reasons, like medical reasons, why you could justify wearing a glove. I
0: can understand where Glenn Archer did because he had terrible problems with that hand that was broken. And so he needed the glove to hold it all together, so to speak.
3: What's a glove going to do? Well, what, stop clearly, a finger from falling know, he off. He
0: clearly found it was well. He might dislike wearing
3: case. the glove. Hmm. Probably had a little bit of concrete
0: <laughs> underneath. Um, it. Who was the Mel, who's the? No, the Collingwood player Jeremy Howe might need it if it an issue with you know that because he's wearing that sleeve. No, he's not wearing his sleeve anymore. It's gone. Is it, is it's gone, okay. It's, good, it's gone. It had nothing to, to do with his hand. I'm Rich. just going through medical issues. Yeah, but you've picked bad ones. Oh, well, okay. I'm thinking on my feet. <laughs> Mitch,
3: oh, here's another text. Mitch Cleary believes Pep gets four. Mm. What did Mitch believe Maynard should have got if he was oh. an interstate player? Ricky G from Cairns. It's interesting, isn't it? One was saying it was a football action going for the spoil. Yeah. But a football action is the bump. It's a legitimate part of the game.
0: And as you've noted, this one is complicated because there's a third party. Yeah. Only uh, dealing with. Now there is a comparison to last year James Sicily had this moment the Hugh McCluggage He got three games mm. And he tried to argue well he wasn't responsible Because his teammate had put McCluggage yep, in his
5: face
3: But he got three games I'd be disappointed if Pep gets four for this I, mm. I think there should be some leniency There was a split second and uh, the player was sl- flung into him He's mm. got to get games though because he's hit him in the head Yeah so. well that's,
0: we expect that now
3: Alright you can have your say uh, We'll ask uh, Lady what he thinks about it all He'll sit on the fence I'm sure
0: uh, probably wise of him to do so.
3: Okay, well, don't
0: tell him no, that. No, it's up to you to hang him if you yeah. wish. All right. we'll you wouldn't be g- the nasty we'll one.
3: We'll have a go at that. No, yeah. that's your shtick, oh, that is. All you right. seem
0: to be coming into this space a bit. That's now, what eh? you've done to
3: me. It's 3.30. <laughs> <3:30. laughs>
2: the Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and the Rooch. 3.34
3: 3.34 on a Monday afternoon not a bad day outside, 26.7 degrees if you'd like to have your say on all matters sport, get on the Monteen Hyundai Cheltenham text line 0427 154 166. Uh, Rory Laird only seconds away, looking forward to chatting to Laird. Uh That will be courtesy of McGain Real Estate when I can sit down with the world's busiest man and get
0: that deal signed, Brooch. Okay. but you've got some breaking news. Radio. I'll give you what Michael Christian has ruled on San Pepper, and I want you verdict against his verdict. He has declared it is a careless conduct. Yep. Not arguing with that. Severe impact, can't argue with that. It's concussion. Mm. High contact, can't argue with that. So under all the points that Michael Christian works with, he says this is at least three games, three plus he's ruled it, and must then go to the tribunal. So Sam Palpepper will go to the tribunal and we will get, now clearly... An interesting tribunal Mm. hearing whereby the AFL will declare its intent with high contact this year. Because
3: of the circumstances, the way it happened, Rooch, I get all that. And uh, I'm fully understanding and across all the rules and regulations now. Not that that means you can come to a clear verdict, but I'll be disappointed if it's any more than three.
0: Well, I'll be intrigued what the AFL asked for on the night Mm. and also what they propose because clearly it will be said of Sam Pow Pepe, you had alternatives that you could have taken. I oh. want to hear what these alternatives <laughs> Jeez, are. All right.
3: I want to know how many, uh, what microsecond he had to change what he was That's doing.
0: That's why I'd be fascinated with this tribunal hearing. All
3: right, let's see if Rory Ladd wants to hang him or not. We'll find out. He joins us now. Hello, Laird. No, we've lost him. He's dropped out, has he? No, he's no, back. He's back. He's back. Hello, he's Rory. Back. Hello, Laird.
4: Hello, guys. How are you? Not
3: bad at all. How many games should Pep get?
4: It's not for me comment on, but uh, might be a bit busy at the Tribunal this week, I dare say. All
0: right, well, let's get serious about this. You know what the AFL has done over the off-season. You know where this has been tracking for a long time. I'm curious as to how the coaches deal with you as players, but how do you play the game now?
2: <laughs> um,
4: you just got to be more careful, I guess. Like It's a pretty generic response, but mm. um, any kind of twisting or turning or... Um, obviously the action that happened on the weekend is a no no but um, you know, I got caught out with it last year yes. and I got off in the end, but it, it is a very fine line and you can see the importance of it with um, you know, Angus Brayshaw and, and what happened mm-hmm. with his career and how important it is to protect the players, but um it does make it quite hard at times in terms of um, you know, the physicality of it and Um, determining what is right and what is wrong. So um, it does get a bit tricky at times, but, um, yeah, it's probably just being more careful,
0: I guess. So Kim's point about this happens in milliseconds. Yeah. You are a competitive beast. You certainly are on the football field. And we don't want to see players sidestep, Mm. as the AFL tribunal asked of a Melbourne player last year at a tribunal. I'm very curious. How do the coaches prepare you now for these moments?
4: um it's probably not much a coach can do really like they they can sort of give you a few pointers, but in the end, it comes down to a decision that you make on the field yeah. to to go and do it and it's probably the one that I sort of had the the twisting you can you have a sort of a little bit more time it 's still extremely quick to be mm-hmm. actually made, be able to actually make a decision to stop and, and not sling them but um it's always gonna be an awkward one when there's two players going for the footy and one player goes head over the ball and they're meeting together and the ball's, you know, in between them and you do you you don't wanna see players, you know, step out of the way and then no. let a player run past. Mm. Um so well I wouldn't do that. I'd I'd still go for the ball and yeah. you know, if it did happen to be a, a collection of someone else then, you know, you sort of have to deal with it as it is and, and say that there was no, you know, Malice to it, and, and it wasn't you know targeting the player, it was actually targeting the ball. So, mm-hmm. it is. Good. I dare say there's going to be a few this year that it's going to be hard to judge and officiate. And, um, it's just sort of the sign of the times.
3: Yeah, we'll watch with interest. Let's go back to Friday night. What did you like about the trial game? It was a draw after four terms, and uh, then Port uh, got hold of the Crows in the next two quarters with the top-up players. Uh, what did you like?
4: I thought our start was good and then we sort of faded away a little bit around our contest work and we allowed Port to uh get a bit of movement through the stoppages um you know they got on top of us in the second quarter and then um yeah we sort of brought it back in the third so uh, a little bit rusty to start um trying out a few things uh, a few players playing in different positions and um some structure stuff we did but um all in all it was a a pretty solid first hit out um Pretty quality side, and it was pretty even for most of the day. But mm. it was a bit tricky. It was hard to read the ball. There was a, a huge wind going oh. pretty much straight across the ground, and a little bit like Ballarat, it sort of played that one side, and uh, wasn't a lot of you know chipping around and actually moving it off the line. So uh, a little bit of an interesting game. But um, yeah, we'll have a, a look at a few things and then try and place it into the game this weekend against West Coast. Well, the good
3: news is you don't have to go back to Ballarat this year. Um, The media are in the opinion (laughs) business. Some are more qualified than others. There's a former coach, Graeme Corn, said uh, the thing he got out of it was that Adelaide still have a problem with their midfield. Uh, I don't subscribe to that. Um, Your views, there's Dawson, Crouch, yourself. Sloney will get there later for a squirt, maybe. Pedler, Rankin and Rochelle, are you happy with the mix?
4: Yeah, I think it's a great mix. I think you've got a, you've got some inside players. Um, Dorse can play inside and outside. And then we're going to rotate a fair few of those high-half mm. forwards through. So you've got Rochelli and Rankin, as you said, Pedler as well. Um, Jake Jake's is another one to come back into the side. So uh, I'm not too sure what he's alluding to there. But, um, yeah, we, we also went up against, you know, a few superstars of the comp. You know, <laughs> Zachy Butters and Connor Rose are pretty handy players. So, um, But you see what happened last year when we played them. We were able to sort of nullify... Their impact, they still, you know, find the ball and have an impact on the game. But if we can stop that and and go the other way, then we'll be all right. I think, you know, it was a trial game, so I wouldn't be rushing to too many conclusions, Graham. Yeah,
3: it's well said. Yeah, I was a little bit surprised. Uh, Stud, don't agree with you at all. Just
0: to fill everyone in and let Rory have a response here. Graham wrote, that big-bodied, explosive midfielder they, the Crows, desperately need was nowhere to be seen. There is no doubt Isaac Rankin, who seems certain to rotate more often through the centre... Is explosive and he can find the ball, but he is not big-bodied. Beside, he is of much more value in the forward line. So that's what Graham Corns wrote, Rory. Your response?
4: So what, what, did he say Jordan Dawson isn't the big-bodied mid we've got in there? or you he not didn't a and... mention.
0: <laughs> Well, he, he mentions that <laughs> the starting midfield was O'Brien, Dawson, Laird, a rank, and Rankin, that big-bodied, explosive midfielder they desperately need was nowhere to be seen. I, I can only read what he wrote, but... Mm. Yeah, um, that's, well, his, that's his probably
4: impression with That too. Uh, to be honest, I'm on Kim's side here. I think you know you don't have to be extremely big and explosive. I think you know you got Isaac Rankin to mm. compliment you know myself, Matt, and, and Dorse So I think Dorse is he's a massive dude when you actually stand next to him, and he's he's pretty handy player. I don't know if you saw him play too much last year, but. Mm. All Australian and BNF, I think he's going all right. Yep. You've made your
3: point. Uh, everyone's been talking about Riley Philthorpe. He's had a great pre-season, a good summer. Uh, the signs were good on Friday night.
4: Yeah, we, we gave him some really good opportunity. I think if you if you get him into him one-on-one at the moment, he's, he's high on his confidence. and um, Yeah, had a really smooth pre-season it's probably the right word for him. He's, mm. he's had a lot of niggles over the last couple of years that have sort of um, hampered a bit of his prep. But, yeah, as you can sort of see the size of him, he's had massive uh, summer in the gym, and, and then just sort of some of the craft work he's been doing, especially alongside Texas, is showing. And, um, yeah, he's, he's just really marking the ball well, as well as reading it well. So, um, yeah, we gave him some opportunities on the weekend, in the book the goods.
3: I'd be remiss if we didn't ask how Mark Keane is. Has he pulled up okay? Mm.
4: Yeah, I yeah, saw him today. Um, I think after the game, he, he was pretty bad. Um, I think there was a bit of sickness there, and obviously a few um, pretty serious headaches. So, mm. um but then he said he actually, the next couple of days, he's been, he's been pretty good, and he was in today for a bit. Um, so I think he, he's trucking really well, um, but I think initially it was a, it was a pretty big hit, so he was a bit yeah. rocked. Has oh,
3: nice his surprise. backside reduced a little bit? He looks really lean. It's his first real pre-season, isn't
4: it? <laughs> yeah, well, when you, when you spend a summer with Darren Burgess, I think it just drops oh, yeah. off you. Yeah. So yeah. There's, a, there's plenty of running to go
0: around. Uh, Rory, your point earlier to us that some players were tried in new roles, who who Mm. lived up to the challenge that was presented them, and who looks comfortable in a new role and that new role?
4: Yeah, well, I think we sort of touched on ranks a bit. He he knows where to go to find the footy and um, he's done a lot of work on his centre bounce stuff and he actually got a Mm. fair fair bit of a look in there. Um, Josh Rochelle had sort of a pinch hit, but as, um, you know, what I do agree with what Graham said is, you know, rash and ranks are, are really dangerous and important for us up forward too, so... Just a matter of finding that balance with those two, but I thought Ranks looked really good and um, yeah, really sort of cemented himself into that you know centre bounce role, yep. which you probably be found up a bit more in this year.
3: Okay. I reckon they've got the ingredients, Adelaide. It's about getting the recipe right. We often talk about this, but would you agree with Rankin if he's playing sixty percent up forward, twenty five squared in the midfield, and then fifteen on the bench, which they all do? Is that a reasonable mix? Yeah, something.
4: Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's sort of. Just, He's got a good tank too, which a lot mm. of people don't realise. He actually covers the ground really well, and he's, he's super fit. And um, yeah, it's just a matter, you know, it might be some game that he actually wants to get up around the ball, and an opposition is putting a lot of work into him. Yeah. So it, it might be, you know, see how he's going up forward if he needs to be injected up there. And it can be really confusing too, you know, if he's up in the midfield and then he goes forward, it's hard to track him, and he might be able to get off the chain a bit, which is which is always nice for us.
3: There's always a lot of heat to get positions for the first game of the year. Ned McHenry put his hand
4: up. Yeah, he, he looked fantastic. Um, much like Isaac plays that sort of, mm. well, Isaac plays a bit deeper, but the the same tank, they, they cover the ground really well and Ned played that sort of high-half forward role, which can be really challenging at times. But um, yeah, he, he got you know behind Port's defence a couple of times and was a bit of a link-up player for us. So um, yeah, he, he looks super good and, and comfortable in that role on the weekend.
0: Uh, everyone come out of this okay? Just You all get together today, you get the recovery session. What's any news there on how everyone's come up? And then you saw Matt Crouch, how's his hand at the moment?
4: Yeah, he's got a bit of a sore finger. I think he got a trot on a train last week, but um, didn't hamper him too much in the game. And, um, yeah, we've just had a bit of a a training day today, and we'll have a bit of a review to the... um just after mm. this, so just to go through some of the stuff we saw on the weekend, so we actually haven't done okay. too much of that yet today, so we'll look into that, and then, um yeah, as I said, we'll, we'll take it into what we want to do this week against West Coast. Mm.
3: How slowly tracking? I know they'll be very careful with him, but is he hoping to play this week?
4: Oh, I wouldn't say this week, Kim, no. but I'd say it's a, it's a fair while off, Um it's obviously a very delicate injury, and um I think they want to be more cautious than anything, and I think as much as funny would probably say he could be ready to play, I think it's one that you have to be very careful of. Of course.
3: Funny old game, this football business. James Borlase was the last player to be signed up for Adelaide and he looks like he'd be starting, I'd say, in uh, the first game of the year.
4: Yeah, well, he, he looked pretty good on the weekend too. did a few nice things and um, took his form from, from sort of where he did in that back you know, three or four games last year. So um, there's obviously a bit of trouble going on there at the moment with the, uh, the injury front, but um, I think Jordan Butts will be... Nearly ready to go this okay. week, so I should give him a run around. And, um, then, obviously, you, you never know the concussion with Mark, but from mm-hmm. early signs, it is positive. So, um, and then Nick Murray is still a fair way off with the, uh, with the ACL. So a um, little bit happening there, but uh, at least some of them are trending in the right direction.
0: So, Rory, do you know what the mastermind Darren Burgess is thinking of players who need two games and who needs one so they won't play this one against West Coast? Is, is that been spelled out to you guys at Adelaide?
4: Um, not yet. I think they sort of go off an individual basis, and yeah. um, guys that you know are coming back from injury, like your J and stuff, will, will obviously try and get an actual run around. And then, you know, we had some of the older guys on the weekend, like Matt Crouch, and um, Texan play three quarters instead of four. So, um, a lot of them are sort of individually based, and then you sort of look towards round one as well. You know what the players need to actually get enough sort of game load, and there's only you know a match him at, at training is still. High intensity, but it's not the same as an opposition. So you do want to get some, but you some players need you know more than others. So mm.
5: uh,
4: that's Berjo's job, and I'm glad that I'm not involved with that because there's you know, 44 Absolutely. players to get through.
3: Hey, lady how do you prepare for a game like uh, this weekend against the West Coast? Did you, did you have a look at them on the weekend against Freo?
4: No, I didn't. I didn't watch it at all, Kimbo. Um, oh, I guess well, say. I watched it. I did the homework boom. for you. Oh, you did. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What, what did you get?
3: <laughs> oh you got them covered.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, will you have a look at them this week though collectively or not or it doesn't work that way. Well. yeah
4: yeah of course yeah. yeah we we did that with port last week just a few things and mm. um yeah we'll probably look at some of their vision from the weekend and, and see what they're sort of doing just to know that you know what we're coming up against and if they do a certain thing we can you know, have a look at that and, and make sure we're well well equipped for it i should say so yeah always do that and um yeah i was Respect your opposition and, and obviously uh, try and have a really good hit out. Well right. said,
0: Rory. Yeah, he's a good man. On a light Let me put it this way I don't think you've got much to worry about. Oh, Roach, they're Don't tempt the footy good. god. Hey, give us the it's good a trial, oil. Game, give us the Kim. good oil.
3: What's it like to play at Albert and Oval? Do you get any uh, choice messages over <laughs> the fence?
4: Oh, yeah. Well I, don't, well, I got this massive sort of corky in my thigh and about four minutes in and I was getting up and I was like, it's oh, going to be an absolute, um, you Great know, pain in right. the bum to deal with. And and I was right near the boundary, and I got a few, you know, get up, mate, you're weak, etc., cetera, et cetera, You can <laughs> imagine some of the properties coming out. Oh. I also wanted to say, come over here and say that, mate. We come out on the ground. But, don't um, don't yeah, do, do that, say, that Rory. Rory don't don't do
0: that. Do... Some of them will actually take no, up the offer. No, I didn't
4: say offer. that. I didn't say that. No, no, I did not say that. I just came back and smiled and said, yeah. Rory, I can, that, I've, ma- really I've already got a picture. Situation.
0: I've got a picture of two blokes <laughs> who are on that outer who wouldn't hesitate coming over the fence. Yeah, well. If you invite them.
4: That's it could That's work, why didn't say it. It could well work the other way.
3: What if Lady jumped the fence? I've got a text. No, Heck, Rory
0: would never do anything as silly as that, Kim. The last person to do that
3: was Robbie Muir. A text has just come through. He says, uh, how about when Robbie Muir cleaned up Kim Dillon back in the 80s? It was deemed an act of community service. Clean me up. Yeah,
4: that's
3: fair enough. He can't, not fair enough. He king hit me. <laughs> oh,
4: that's probably a bit, bit
3: far. <laughs> no, it was it. Yeah, thanks for the compassion there, lady. <laughs> uh lady. Right, we look forward to uh, having a look at this game and just seeing where the club is at at the moment. We're only a few weeks away from the season. Uh, yep. It's about the most excited I've been for a long time. The great expectations about Adelaide and Port Adelaide. So hopefully it's going to be a good year for our state football wise.
4: I think so, mate. I think it's very exciting times for both clubs and it's sort of saw on the weekend it was a very even game and it's some exciting footy. So uh, yeah, ready to go, mate. I'm I'm ready to sort of play this week and then the week off and we're into it, so it's it's pretty exciting. You like time. Rory.
3: Hey, one one quick one. You didn't play the week before because you were a superstar making millions. You went to your sister's wedding. Did you have to do a
4: speech? No, no, the week before that I actually had another wedding that was my best man uh speech at my one of my best mates. So I was very nervous for that. But um I walked my sister down the aisle last week so that was that oh, was lovely and I was, was pretty beautiful. nervous for that yeah. as well. Did you tear up? So uh I nearly did twice in two cool. speeches and I don't usually tear up too much, so it was a it was a pretty emotional day, which is which okay. is saying yeah. something. Oh, beautiful. But it was great. It all, all went well.
3: Probably got you motivated to propose in the next few weeks. You know?
4: <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> I was just waiting for that. But,
3: uh, <laughs> I just thought, i would better to check if you haven't broken up. Yeah, I did that once
4: before. <laughs> no, 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 going well. Love you, well, Larry. We'll speak to you again soon. There, boys. That's Rory Laird.
3: Yeah, he's a ripper. All right, we need to get
0: to a break. Uh, now, just repeating the big news, Sam Powell Pepper has been sent direct to the tribunal by Michael Christian. And can we clear this up once and for all, Kim? If he gets three games at the tribunal or four, none of those games can be served in a practice match. I don't know where this came from, but it's never been the case. Yeah, there was. He must be served in the pre- Again, on. must be served in the AFL premiership season. Wait, wait. Now he can get a release to play against Fremantle. Probably not wise. Yeah, no, wouldn't need it. But he cannot count the game against Fremantle in his penalties.
3: All right. We need to start a campaign to get Roach back at the abattoir.
0: No, not. I don't want to do that, Kim. I'm happy with you.
3: Oh, well, I'm trying to get rid of you.
2: 3.51. <laughs> the Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roach. In the hall.
3: 3.20... Oh, 3.56. Gee. Where'd I get 26 from? Well, that's the temperature, Roach. 26.8 <laughs> degrees at the moment. Um, coming day. up, we've got the good, the bad and the ugly. You can have a crack at that if you want. Jump on the phone. Send us a text. 0427 154 166. Uh, the text line. Thanks to Morn Team Hyundai Cheltenham. If you're looking for a car, pop down and see the team there. Um, good, bad, the ugly at 4. At 4.20, Roach, you've got this week's unmissable moment. Thanks to Drinkwise... At 4.30, we'll have a chat with Isabel Borlase. looking
0: forward to that. Yeah,
3: she's what an absolute star. ripper. Rising true star. Roach, we'll catch up with some techs because we yes. appreciate the techs and there's a lot here. Here we go. If uh, Is Power Pepper still eligible for the Brownlow? I have a dollar on him at 500 to 1.
0: Yes, you can only be ruled ineligible for the Brownlow medal in matches that Brownlow medal votes are awarded. So practice games, state games, finals, oh. do not make you ineligible, but if you cop a ban, it's probably going to hurt your chances of winning. Yeah, I would. You'll be eligible, so. but I would think you'd be behind the eight ball.
3: I'll just go through these. No particular order, Roach. I stood next to Rory Laird at Albert and Oval. And I felt like a giant. We'll take that as a statement. <laughs> okay. Modbury Max says, hey, boys, I was <laughs> I was there the day at Theverton. Robbie Muir also jumped the fence and threw a couple at some Torrens supporters. That same day, he split Johnny Roberts above the eye and chased mm. the Eagles' water boy. Yeah, that was uh, Craig Taylor, flexy his name was. Waterboy, did he run too? Mm. Uh, rightly so. And Robbie Muir chasing him. <laughs> Staggering that that happened in a league game. Uh, chased him off the ground, who jumped the fence in one leap and hidden the crowd near us. Modbury Mack, yes he did. Craig Taylor was our little trainer and Robbie chased him and uh, a little flexy. He ran like hell. And uh, then he knocked me out in the last quarter, Roach. Um, what else have we got? I think Port forward line is not going to work if they keep Going with Dixon, already he looks like he can't run. He isn't the imposing figure he was three years ago. It's
0: an interesting call, that one. And remember, we spoke to Chad Corns on Friday, and mm. he put, well put on the table just how challenging it has been for Charlie Dixon and how it will be a test for him this year. Yeah. We know that.
3: And I think even if he's not there, I was going to have a quick look and look at the goal kickers from Collingwood, who, as we know, managed to win a premiership without any real key forwards. Mm. Um, McStay got injured and was in and out.
0: Um so what that does it opens the opportunity for Ollie Lord, who did make an impression last year, mm. and the young man who's making impression training pre-season, who will keep challenging and keep Ollie Lord on his toes, is Tom Scully. Yeah, he,
3: I watched him. He looked uh, he looked impressive. He? I'm not convinced that you have to have a big man now. There was a time okay. I did. Yeah. I think the way the game's played, if the ball movement's really quick, and I use Collingwood as a template because yep. they got it right, and if you. Persistent and consistent with fast ball movement and chaos balls in forward, with some of the talent Port had. Mm. So, like I say, you got the ingredients. Get the recipe right. That's yeah. up to Kenny this year. Uh, what's wrong with Garden? Uh, what's wrong with the Crows having a couple of Garden names in the middle, like my front? yard, Ethel from Ethelden. Good on you, Ethel. Yeah, Benny like says. I'd
0: like to know what Cornsy's seeing or not seeing. There. Well, he didn't. I get, I get. I've read what he's written.
3: Well, he might have a senior moment. Might have completely forgotten about the captain because he played a bit up
0: forward. Or, or was he? I, I can't answer for it. Does he mean they need another big bodied explosive? Possibly.
3: Yeah, well, I don't think that's going to be their Achilles heel this year. Uh, mm. We'll go to. Oh, no, we've got four o'clock. Ben from Marden. Benny, we'll get to that one afterwards. Uh, four I'm, not, o'clock.
0: I'm not happy with his grammar, actually. Who's or, he? His grammar in his column is terrible. Well, just correct him then, quick. Well, I've sent a note to him, but, you know, to say that Mark Keane got flattened, was oh, flattened, bad come word. on, La- Graham.
3: The late, great Des Flavel, Flavel. Flavel, he would never let you say that. God. He was the producer at Channel 9. Yeah. Come on, well, Graham. we, we got to go to the news. <laughs> really?
2: <laughs> the Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and the Rooch.
3: four, we appreciate your company. Great to have you on a Monday afternoon. Hyundai, the Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. They have wonderful vehicles. If you're thinking of a new car, pop into your local dealership. They are good people. We've met them all,
0: Roach. We have. But you stagger me at times. What? Truly stagger me. You are absolutely focused on the rundown. You Mm -hmm. go through it before we go to the show. You do the intro. You go through everything. Every promo that we have to do to make sure that you know what you have to say.
3: Looking after our clients.
0: And then it comes to a little segment, be it Friday Forecast, The Good, Bad and the Ugly, and this total professional loses all discipline. (laughs) I do a what? little bit with it. What these. is happening well, it's here? because
3: kid. I do all the bloody other work, Roach, I run out of time.
0: Um, I started do you talking. You mine? I've got, I've
3: got so many. You can pinch mine we'll, if you we'll wish. We'll get to the good, the bad, and the ugly and yeah. uh, send one through. Well, I thought I'd done them all, then I just looked down, and with about 10 seconds to go, I've gone, shit, I haven't done the ugly yet.
0: Well, my ugly is going to get you cheering from the rafters.
3: Oh, really? Oh, it is.
0: I know. I know it is.
3: We'll get to it shortly. It's hey, Ben, low-hanging ben, low, f- low fruit again, really? but you're going to love it. I like it, Roach. I like it when you line someone up that's, <laughs> that's not me. Um, ben sent this through last week. Apologies, uh, Benny. So we'll do it now, Roach, or we won't get to yeah. it. It's a little bit of old news, but uh, Benny's been away and we were off. Mm-hmm. Uh, good afternoon, lads. Sorry if I've missed this since you've been back but would love to hear your thoughts on the appointment of Connor Rosie as the new captain of Port Adelaide, as to lesser extent the young leadership that surrounds him. Personally, I think it's really exciting and needed to happen to set the club's next era up. A part of me does worry that there's not enough experience in that leadership group, but I'm sure Bokey, et cetera, uh, will be great support in this space. Your thoughts? Well, Benny, I was strong last year. I predicted... I think it was a 95%
0: Rooch. Oh, there's another 95% running on a timeline yes, this week. We, yeah. With Matthew Nix. Yeah, uh,
3: come on, Adelaide,
0: get him appointed.
3: Oh, uh No, Connor Rosie had to be captain. I was Ooh, confident. Had to yeah, be. Had to be Rooch.
5: Wow.
3: It's uh, really pivotal for where well, the club's going. Well, I was pro Ollie Wines. Yeah. So Roach thought it should have been Ollie Wines, and with great respect to Ollie, let him just play footy now. Okay. Um, he'll still be a leader out there. You've got nothing to worry about. You have Wines out there you got Charlie Dixon around the club as well. Bokey's out there, as you mentioned. Uh, I think it's a generational change and mm, for the better.
0: It. I get it. But
3: so, Benny, appreciate your... Call me
0: a sentimentalist, and I know that Dick Jones would shoot me immediately. No,
3: I was thinking of another word that started with S. Ooh. Stupid. It's time for the good, wow. the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> very woke society we live in now. Oh, even I'm starting to think that's a bit violent. Really? Oh, really. It scares me every time it goes off for each It's a classic. Right. It's a classic of Hollywood. I know. I know. It's only a movie. Okay. Uh, the Good, the Bad and the Ugly. What was your uh, good from the weekend?
0: Well, I've got two. Do you want one of them? Yep. Well, the Matildas. Now, this leads you to then point out that oh. one of our own was very sharp in pointing out that the Matildas would have this victory. Oh, at shut the up. That's mine. Okay. We'll say it. Oh, and you want me to do mine now? No, no. The other thing is the other one that I did like is a good. <laughs> I was opening the door for you. Well, Ruch. The other this good was good. the speed that St Kilda showed, and I heard Nathan Buckley say you can't fake speed in AFL football. I mm. think that was a really good feat at a time when we always talk about Ross Lyon being defensive, dow football. To see that speed in St Kilda's game against mm. Essendon, I thought that was good.
3: Uh, I agree. And it has me second-guessing myself. I think we're going to do our top eight and top four next week, Roach. All right, we're waiting to the last minute. But, uh, yeah, at this stage, I don't have St. Kilda in the top eight. Uh, I like that. They look really organised and really good. Uh, My good uh, is not so much the Matildas, Roach, because it wasn't a great victory 3-0 and they left it late. But our girl, Alicia Canavis, who was a former Matilda at the junior level, I think she was a squad member, but part of the SEN commentary team, she does this with regular monotony. We said, "Okay, who wins and by how much?"
1: 3-0. We'll break them
3: down. 3-0 three three nil nil win, win, I
1: believe for the Matilda's.
3: Mm. Yeah. 3-0 Th- we'll hold yep. you to that.
0: And we do. And
3: she is good,
0: Roach. Credit where it's due. Absolutely. And if I can add to the good, yep. Someone said the Aussies would win the T20s. Oh, against you did. New Zealand. Yes. Clean Done. You did the full podcast. Mm.
3: Yeah. All right, what about your um oh, I got Rhys Humphrey ringing me up from the uh... I'll take this live, Roach.
0: No, do not do that. Oh, Reese, I'm go. live on air at the moment. Oh, dear. <laughs> I don't believe I'm seeing this. This is bad. This isn't the good, bad, and the ugly lines. Oh, you right. can't do uh, this. I'm yeah, sorry.
3: Air. Uh, I am live on air, and you're live on air at the moment. <laughs> uh, I'll give you a ring after the show.
0: <laughs> Jeez, this is bad. What's bad? At moment, that's a
3: Well, sometimes one. you've just got to embarrass people. Hey, low-hanging fruit would be... know what time our I show's get on. That.
0: Our low-hanging fruit would be to point out that for the fifth consecutive week, Adelaide United has not had a victory. Mm. But also bad, and I know we live in a different world, Kim, but some of the commentary, and I mean public commentary yep. rather than media commentary, on the Sam Palpepper one.
3: Oh, that's what I've written.
0: Yeah. But Look, people say they're entitled to free speech, and I've said it to you many times, you're entitled to say what you want, Kim, but you're not free of responsibility from that free speech. Mm. Now, I don't know why people have to say such harsh and inappropriate things on social media. What, what, do they get their jollies from it, Kim? Well, they do. That's sad. They try sad. and elevate themselves at the expense of others' roots. That's sad. Yeah, well, Just it's as Adelaide really United's track record is really sad at the moment.
3: Uh, My bad is Steve Smith. I used this in the Friday forecast, Rooch. I said that was the most at stake. He had the most at stake. He needed a score if he's to be part of the T20 squad, uh, which will be held in the West Indies and America. I don't think he's going to get there, Rooch. He had two opportunities 11 and 4. Not enough. Yeah. All right, so that's my bad. You're ugly.
0: Now, Kim, I went away in January Mm. to enjoy. The mountains, and London. Mm-hmm. And your goats.
5: <laughs> <laughs> silly boys.
0: Now, I would wake up and do what I consider now... Oh, don't, hang on. A very silly daily ritual of oh, reading, reading the AFL feed on oh, right. X, which used to be Twitter. Now, I'm getting a little tired of January presenting every outlandish prediction in the AFL world mm. and then February everyone running away from them. Oh, yes, you've got to own them. Now, Sam McClure. <laughs> I like Sam. <laughs> I do like Sam. But he's done my head in. One minute, Carlton is the premiership favourite. Now they're not. Now it's a Port Adelaide-Collingwood grand final. If you're going to say it in January, stay with it. Like mm. We've all made fools of ourselves by big predictions, haven't we? But if you don't own them, if you're going to keep swapping and changing, well...
3: Well, I own mine. I, I doubled yeah. down, Roach.
0: Yeah. But I don't get... Sam one minute's got Carlton as the absolute and, certainty for the flag. And he went really strong. Now he's got he? Collingwood Port in the grand final and Carlton... Did, did he preface
3: it. why he changed his mind? It's not based on Sam Walsh and his back injury again, is it?
0: I'm not sure.
3: Surely not one player. But
0: I'm tired of the January big statements. Mm. They're ugly.
3: Uh, Rooch, my uh, my ugly. I'm just going to throw it in there again. I'm going back to the well, but uh, and because it's happened now with Sam, Pound, Pepper, but a lot of the commentary around Braden Maynard, he's just been copying it. So yeah, just be a little bit kinder. All right, eleven minutes past four. Rooch, you have to do your unmissable moment. That's coming up shortly. I need and your help with it. Uh, really? Yep. Okay, I'm always here for you, Rooch. And a stack of texts coming up as well on zero four two seven one five four one double six.
2: The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and the
3: Roach. We're live from studio Lumo SA here at number one King William Street in the city. Energy from an Australian-owned company. That's Lumo SA. Quick text, route. Uh, why would he have Port in the grand final? Who was that in reference Sam McClure.
0: to? McClure. He's got Port Collar oh. playing well, look, for the Premiership. I've got
3: them in the grand final as uh, well at this stage. Okay. Um, Modbury Mac says In Robbie Muir's defence I'm pretty sure An eagle supporter Threw a full can At him yeah, Over the fence Those that, were the days I yeah. uh, Didn't see that happen Modbury Mac
0: Yeah I saw some beer cans Fly that day Kim
3: uh, Yeah well that might have been I Afterwards I that
0: was a totally Irresponsible use of beer <laughs>
3: Did you? Yes. yes, we could digress there in regards to that case and what unfolded. But
0: uh, no, anyway, let it be. Roach, yes.
3: Uh, update us quickly on what has happened with Sam Palpepper. Well, Michael
0: Christian drawing the first line in the sand for 2024 has said Sam Palpepper will go to the tribunal, which means he's got at least three games against his name. But I think Mitch Cleary might have read the room better than all of us. And this was before the decision was made.
4: Hmm? Oh, I'm in the camp probably of four weeks. I know that's uh, you know not not anything outlandish, but. Sam Pell-Pepper approaches that contest with vigour. Um, yes, the player was flung into him, um, Mark Kane from uh, the Adelaide Footy Club, but I think he could have had, you know, he could have prevented that situation, Sam Pell-Pepper. So mm. I think he's preparing for some time on the sidelines to start the power season. Mm. All
0: right. Mitch Fingers crossed read the briefing notes, mm. isn't he? Mm. Fingers
3: crossed it's just the three. Here's an interesting text, Rich. Um My ugly, this is the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, this is from Matt in Brisbane. My ugly is the constant Melbourne media agenda of how Phil needs to step up in 2024. Crows need about 10 young guys to step up if they are to going to push this year not just Riley. Can I just say, big men in general people get so impatient, Roach, so impatient. Riley Phil is still 21 he's growing into his body and learning the caper as we go. Yep. I think he's progressing nicely. Yep. People would like it to go a lot quicker. They would have liked Todd yeah. Marshall to be quicker,
0: they would have liked. Unfortunately for Riley, is when you have, I know he was ultimately number two because mm. of Jamara, Hagen at the Western yep. Bulldog, but he was effectively a number one draft pick. Yeah, and, and Jamara and seen, only broke yep. out the last yeah. half of the season. We're seeing what's happening to Harley Reid in the West. You, mm. you go one, two, three in the draft, you carry a fair burden. I'm not yeah. saying that's right. I'm just saying that's how it happens.
3: Uh, well, pump the brakes, everyone. It happened with Tom Hawkins as well. Big players take it longer to develop. Yep. All right. Here we go. The good. Mm. Oh, hello. This is from uh, Costa. Um, Hello, Costa. Strap yourself in, Port fans. Mm. The good. Oh, here we go. Port's three midfielders, Butters, Rosie and Jason Horn. francis are class. Yes. Adelaide's midfield is building depth with Crouch, Laird, Dawson, Rochelle, Berry, Rankin and eventually Sloan, all rotating through the centre bounce. Mm. The bad. Adelaide defence. Can't get on the park and losing Keane early really left us lean. Mm. That is true. Ports forwards still couldn't kick a winning score after four quarters. They need to sort that out. That's fair enough. The ugly using SPP as a test case and standard setup, Adjudicate each case on its merits. Well, <laughs> good text,
0: Costa. Unfortunately, Sam Palpepper is the first to face a new agenda at AFL House. That's his bad luck. But what should happen from here on, Kim? I don't mm. know. I'm a broken record. If that's the line in the sand, mm. do not waver, Michael Christian. Do not waver, AFL Tribunal. Whatever you set up this week with Sam Powell, Pepper, everyone's got to be held to that. Now, we know there were some weird ones last year that really went off that line in the sand. We can't have that again from mm. AFL House. I'm sorry. They've got to be consistent. Otherwise, we are going to get confused, and I feel for the players. All
3: right, 420, this week's unmissable moment thanks to DrinkWise coming up.
2: The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and the the Roots.
3: 26. big thank you to Hyundai. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Quick text, reach before we get to this week's unmissable moment. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Drink Wise. Help me with this one. Uh, it's from Rocco. He says, Kimbo, most teams blow up in round one. Do you think clubs playing opening round, that's round zero, have a leg up on the clubs they play in round two? The Crows v. Gold Coast is a very important game for
0: finals. It's going to be interesting. We had this in 1992, four, team, sorry, four games, eight teams. And what we learned from that was if you lost in round one, you pretty well lost in round two. If you got mm. the win now, okay, we'll see what happens. Mm. But I would suggest, like Rocco's thinking, you're playing in round zero You're blowing out some cobwebs. You've already got a leg up on everyone you play next. And that's why I always wonder why the AFL doesn't say, well, let's do the fair thing here. You blow up. If if you've got 18... It didn't affect
3: Adelaide round one when they beat Geelong. Is that round one? Adelaide
0: Oval? Yeah, but you're playing two teams that are on equal footing. Mm. Neither of them had. So that's why I never understand. What about the
3: theory of the horse? You know, second run, you're always worse. You've got a few knocks and mm, it's interesting. If you've
0: got eight teams playing in round zero... You can't tell me you can't mix them up for round one. Yeah. I'm, I'm and when you've say. got Carlton and Richmond playing, that's sort of why you would then have Adelaide Gold Coast when Adelaide should play someone coming off zero as well. Hmm. But I just don't get what the AFL does with the fixture at times. But that's a long story. Hey, unmissable moments.
3: Yes, uh, all thanks to uh, Drinkwise. You don't miss a moment if you drink wise.
0: We might be having one unfolding at the moment. I just saw Michael Vaughan, who's a very controversial person in his commentary outside of his time in cricket. I mean, Michael Vaughan does... Former England captain. Former England captain. Does stir the pot. He's he's just sent out a note saying, sorry, India doesn't know whether to twist or turn at the moment because there's a fascinating test match going whereby... India is having to chase down 76 runs. It's got seven wickets in hand to take this series against England. They'll have a 3-1 unbeatable lead, mm. but it's become a bit tight and tense. So this might become an unmissable moment. But the one I did pick out over the weekend, Nat Fife, twice a Brownlow medalist, yep. return into footy, everyone's keen to see how he goes and where he plays. Now he goes into the midfield where he had an interesting little battle with an number one draftee of West Coast, Harley Reid. But what do we learn from this moment, Kim? Because you you've summed this up pretty well off here, that the Nat 5 moment at the weekend tells us something and could even extend all the way to Port Adelaide.
3: Oh, look, I just watch with interest because I read and I heard the comments from Justin Longmuir about they had a good chat over the summer. Mm-hmm. Get your body right. Uh, okay. You're an elite midfielder. That's where you did all your best work. Yes, you're 32, but at 32 you're not dead. Nope. And I just relate it to different experiences and what I've seen over the years. If mm. you can get your body right, that's where you play your best football. You can be a pinch hitter up forward. And I thought, right, a champion's a champion. Write them off at your own peril. Correct. Uh, so I was interested to watch him play. And I loved the way he used his frame, got his hands, distributed the ball out to the run of Brayshaw and to Sarong. Mm-hmm. Now, it was one game, it was one half of football, mm. but he looked good. and I think it's going to be a big plus for Freo. And
0: how does that reverberate at Alberton?
3: Well, that's what... Port need Ollie Wines to do. Mm, you need that run, that fastball movement. and a good pre-season. And even get if you haven't right. got Big Charlie there, yep. Um, yeah. You are a chance, Port Adelaide. I'll get to a text that came through about Port mm. Adelaide as well. All righty, 4.30 news coming up. Then we'll have a chat to Isabel Borley. Yes. She is the it girl.
0: Yes,
2: Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and the Rooch. The Rooch.
3: the reach with her on a Monday afternoon, 26.2 degrees outside at the moment. We're here thanks to Hyundai. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Looking forward to chatting to our next guest. Don't know where to start, Root. She's had such a busy 12 months. But I can tell you that Isabel Borlase is our easy performer of the month, thanks to Kennard's Hire, Kennard's Hire are making back to work trade easy. Hello, Izzy. Hello. Let's go through through things chronologically. I think that's the best way we can do it. Now, last night, congratulations! You were named in the WNBL's All Star First Five. That is a wonderful achievement. Around the that man. is elite. What is that? Five out of
0: 120? At least hundred players. 100? At least hundred. So that's elite. Well done, Isabel.
1: Thank you. Thanks, guys. Was that it was, a was the exception
0: speech like? Yeah.
1: My acceptance speech. Oh, I didn't have to do one. Oh, we just lucky. had to go off on onto the stage. Thank God, I don't. feel will well, do it really for like us. Do it for us.
0: What would have you yeah. said? Oh course. Uh,
1: just, uh, just thank the sponsors, family, teammates, just the usual.
3: So they, you've inherited your mum and dad's personality, which is you know. Well, what a that surprise! Kim. I know. Well, sometimes you think, where did she come oh. from? Like. Well, Jen Jen was more outgoing than uh, Daryl, I would suggest. True. Would you agree with yeah.
1: that? Uh, yes. I think differently in different settings, but yep. I definitely don't think they're loud extroverts at all. No. Um No.
3: Very humble people. All right, so that happened last night. Congratulations on that. That is a wonderful achievement in basically your first full year at that level. Uh, But Saturday night was, look, it's been a tough year for the team. You finished seventh place, which is second to bottom, for those that Mm. don't follow it. There was great expectation. Look, you're only three games out of the playoffs, but you defeat the second top side in Southside. Take us through that. Um, Yeah, I think definitely
1: having Steph Talbot back in our lineup has helped us with a couple wins down the end of the season, and I think our import Brianna Turner has finally started to score some points too, which has definitely helped us um, so I def- so it just shows that um, our coach Nat's pulling some pieces together mm. that will hopefully flow into next season, and hopefully our win streak can carry over to next season.
0: Isabel, the next six to twelve months are going to be exciting as well we 've got the Paris <laughs> Olympics. Your birthday, is September twelfth. Turn twenty, mm-hmm. and you become eligible for that big professional competition in the US. Is no. there already something happening there?
1: Um. Yeah, I mean, I'm eligible for it. So, um, yeah, I've got my agent that's having the discussions because we can't actually, I can't talk to them. Um, I, I think that's part of the rules or something. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm a part of that draft, and we'll see what happens. Uh, We're well, already
3: between the lines. So it sounds like something's happening. Good. We're not going to put you on the spot, but is that's obviously the dream.
1: Um, yeah, I think that's a dream, but I think representing the Opals and oh, any yes. exactly. representation of Australia is definitely the top for me. Um, but, yeah, definitely it would be amazing if I was to get drafted.
0: Isabel, do you reach out to someone like Erin Phillips, who's done the journey already, to get some advice? Do you look to get some sort of knowledge from someone who's already been there
1: um i haven't spoken to erin phillips ever before actually um but i mean steph talbot's my teammate um and she's still doing a lot of these things but she also has experienced um the olympics um all of this sort of stuff from a young age so i think she's probably someone that i've went on a little bit this past year
3: so you've never spoken to erin now that's not a crowsport thing now that you're a crows girl is it no i'm not
1: a, i'm not a crows girl i do <laughs> i'm still a port girl well
3: done isabel i knew well that no, i was just baiting you then <laughs> well hey take done. us through the qualifiers yeah. for paris you played yeah. in two of the games what was that like
1: yeah um that was amazing um i just couldn't believe that i was there um it's such a special group to be a part of and i was really grateful for that um and obviously, didn't play the first game against Brazil, but just being there, being a part of that crazy atmosphere was really cool. So Sandy gave me the opportunity in the second game against Germany, and then I started the third game. So that was mm. full circle from not start, not playing at all, just starting, and... It was just all the girls were amazing. And, yeah, it was a really cool
3: experience. And you did really well. Ten points against Germany in 14 minutes, 12 against Serbia in 28. Uh, We're on the doorstep of March, the Olympics. I don't need to tell you this. Start on July the 26th. What transpires from now till then in preparation for the Opals?
1: Um, I think there'll be a squad announced soon. I don't know when. I don't know who's in it. But there'll be a squad Around of around 20 I think Um, and I think there will be a couple of tours that there will be some camps, some tours to different places Um, the thing is though there's probably about that will be away in the WNBA so Mm -hmm. if there's a squad of 20 there's probably going to be 12 girls left in Australia to do those camps so the whole group of the Opals probably won't be together until the Olympics because they're Majority of the core group are away in America.
0: So, Olympics can be different to World Championships. Where do you think the Opals are at the moment?
1: Um, where we, where they could potentially finish is that where you are? Yeah.
0: Asking? Where do you think? Where do you think yeah. is the realistic game for the Opals in this Olympics?
1: Oh, I think meddling. I think yeah. Sandy and the core yeah. group has made that very clear that yeah. that's their goal, and I think obviously showed at the World Cup that they're capable of doing it mm. and. Yeah, I think you you don't want anything less than a medal. Absolutely. And awesome. you go
3: with two coaches. You've got Nat Hurst that coaches you at uh, the Lightning and Sandy Brondello the yeah. Australian coach. Uh, do you get the same messaging yeah. or mixed messaging or what have they got you working on? Mm. Good question. Um,
1: pretty similar messaging. Um, I'm still new to Sandy coaching me. I mean this probably, well this was the first time that she had coached me um, but I think both coaches see similar things in me. They like my aggressive nature on the court of um, a scoring mindset. Um, so yeah, I think their messages are relatively similar, um, but I'm probably more familiar with Nat than I am with Sandy just at the
3: moment. Nat speaks very very highly of so you. Yeah, says that you're an instinctive player and you mm. see things before other people see them. But uh, where do you need to improve? Yep. Because you're up against bigger and more experienced bodies mm. now.
1: Yeah, probably in the lead up to... A selection period I probably need a bit stronger and then I think the international game's a lot faster and physical so I think a conditioning component conditioning just getting my body in the right condition for playing that style of game and then on court I think just three-point shooting consistency and defensively I just got to be able to defend defend elite players. Um, but that only comes with practice.
0: Isabel where where's that moment on an international circuit where you're playing on a court and you're like, really, oh yeah, this is another level. What what was the eye opening moment for you at international wise?
1: Um I don't think it was when I was on the court. I think it okay. was off the court. Definitely the Brazil game that was just the whole just the whole atmosphere of the fans,
2: the mm. first
1: game, everyone was super excited just I think just seeing how in the international game, the referees let a lot go. Like, it's a bit more of They allow more physicality to happen. So I think the Brazil game was like, wow, like, this is intense. Like, Mm. you know, we're playing for our country. It didn't hit me until probably a bit later on that we're actually playing to get into the Olympics. Like, I just... I think that's so crazy to me that I was there and I was
3: representing the country to do that. <laughs> what a moment! Well, a uh, moment. you will be there, and uh, Australia did qualify. Uh, now, I was having brekkie only a week or so ago, might have been the week before, having the cornflakes, Izzy. And uh, you've popped up <laughs> in the paper as what was it? The top 20 female movers and shakers in South Australia was well, what was the title it was given?
1: Uh, <laughs> I'm actually not too sure. Um, I know it's in, something to do with the advertiser and an, an award there, but I'm not t- totally sure what it's for, to be honest.
3: She's a very grounded human being, Roach. What's even read, read on the, the Doesn't life. even read the press. Well,
0: yeah. What did <laughs> you read on the lightning? What are we going to learn from this season, even if it wasn't what we expected?
1: Um, I think something that we can continue to... Well, we obviously want more wins on the board, Absolutely. but I also think the back end of the season has shown that Nat has been pulling the right pieces together and I think with any team you want consistency so Mm. hopefully bringing a lot of those the core group of girls back will be really important Um, and then what to learn I mean it's experience I guess that's what you gain Mm. when you play more games we're a relatively young team so just learning how to play out a game when it's close or stop basketball is a game of runs so stop the other team from getting on runs and focusing on not the scoreboard, but the process okay. to get the win at the Jigsaw end of the game. Jigsaw puzzle?
0: Do you need any extra pieces?
1: Um, probably. I think, uh, yeah, I mean, as or any teams wanting to improve, and I think, yeah, I think that will be... Nat and
5: the GM, Reese
3: will be in the talks of what okay. we need for next season. Very Lovely diplomatic. What do you want in a bag? One of her teammates. <laughs> well, sometimes it's obvious yes. what it's yeah, no, Set her up like that.
0: A te- Kim, don't be silly. We all knew Port Adelaide needed tall defenders. They went and got them. Don't what get defensive, what the needs. Don't what get defensive. Need? Let's do something on a lighter note before we let
3: you go. Uh, we talk about James. We've been talking about your career. But your elder sister, mm. Ella, represented yeah. Australia in surf boat rowing. Is she still doing that?
1: Um, yeah, so you guys just broke up for the last bit of that question. Uh, I was
3: just saying we talk about we've spoken to you, we talk about James how well he's going with the crows, mm. but your older sister or well, your older sister older sister Ella, yeah. represented Australia in surfboat rowing is she still doing that? Mm. Yeah.
1: yeah she's still doing that um, and I think it's really cool it's just a it's a different sport, but um i love I love going to watch her carnival celebration and I mean. It's probably not as a big yeah. as recognised. Australia is a really cool thing.
3: You're just breaking up a bit there, right. is so uh, we'll, uh, we'll we'll let you go. But uh, we got the gist of it with Ella. Hey, we'll stay in touch. Congratulations on all you've achieved so far, and uh, we'll be watching you with great interest over the next six months.
1: Thanks, guys. Thanks for having well done, me.
3: Isabel. Our pleasure. What a delightful young lady. Yes. And once again, Roach. Uh, all thanks to Kennards. Kennards Hire are making back to back. No, back to work. Trade easy. Five $5,000 TC boxes, gift cards to win. We might have to go there and
0: get build a trophy cabinet for Isabel. There's going to be a big trophy cabinet.
3: Oh, Well, I'll let you do that, Roach. I'm oh, not that handy. Wow. I stay, you can at least help out. I stay in the wheelhouse. What would you want me doing? Just.
0: Well, you could pass the materials.
3: Could you bend get over hold. and get them yourself, you lazy
0: pro oh, yeah, person? Someone <laughs> who doesn't want to contribute at all says, I'm lazy. Well, Roach...
3: I think, if we're really honest, I don't think Isabella would want us to build a trophy cabinet. It's the gesture.
0: The gesture that counts, Kim. Uh,
3: she's very modest. But anyway,
0: get to Kennard's. They'll help you. Yep. They'll certainly help
3: We've you. done it. Uh, get in touch uh, with us on the Monteen Hyundai Cheltenham text line. DT and the team, if you're looking for a car, pop down there. 0427154166. Uh, the good, the Alberton. Renovations. This is from the good, the bad, and the ugly. They are to continue. And LED light towers. The yep. bad, no Port Magpies night matches in 2024.
0: Can't answer that.
3: Okay. We'll it's look a Sample into that.
0: fixture.
3: Yeah. Well, you'd think with the lighting down there, they would have organised that.
0: Yes. Wouldn't you? They could have yeah. requested one. The ugly. The sample would have reacted.
3: The ugly. The first night game at Algernon will probably be Port Adelaide versus. Sandring and zebras mm. Mm, from Daniel.
0: comes. I
3: it's know. Coming. We uh, we did talk about
0: that, didn't we? It's coming the AFL National Reserves competition. Oh, Mario's a bit harsh. What's he done
3: Someone now? sent through a text about Robbie Muir knocking me out. And yeah. Mario says, any chance of getting Sir Robert Muir OBE on air? For that? Yeah. <laughs> Always got on well with Robbie. I've told the story afterwards. We caught up. Uh, Ruchi, did you catch a wrestling over the weekend? The winner of the main event, Drew McIntyre, wore leather budgie smugglers borrowed from Graham Corns. Oh, dear. <laughs> Graham did used Thank to wear you. leather pants. I can remember as a young kid, because I always liked Graham. He was a bit of an idol, even though he played for a different club. Mm. I can remember him being... He played for Torrens
0: at one stage. He did. nearly
3: did. Yep. I know. Curls nearly got in there. Yep. I can remember being... Uh, no, oh, 12, 13, being at the Greyhounds. An
0: impressionable teenager. Yeah,
3: and Cornsey was there at Angle Park.
0: Leather jacket or the fur coat?
3: Well, well we had the fur coat and the leather pants.
0: Oh, oh, wow, no, what a combination.
3: Know, at the Dogs. If, if you want to wear that, you know, if you were going to Brasteads, maybe back in the day, if that was the nightclub, I don't know. But Angle Park, stud, mm. read the
0: room. Actually, Come Angle on. Park was humming at times, wasn't it? Yeah, it's, it's a good night out. It's,
3: yeah. Yeah, well, we, uh, they were a good sponsor of ours for yes. a while, Rich. But, no, it's a great night out. Mm. And I've told the story. I nagged Dad into getting two dogs. He yeah, got a trainer's licence. Yeah. Worst decision he ever made. Yeah,
0: it's that's one of those times, way, didn't
3: you? Uh, oh, we did. Yeah. But that's one of those don't listen to your kids. Okay. We <laughs> yeah, all do it. Uh, Brett says, hello, Brettie boy. Um, I've got a great solution for all this concussion business. Cancel footy and all contact sport. No more footy and everyone will be safe and happy
0: forever. Mm. Uh, when we've got more time, I'll relay a conversation with a former big-time man in footy on that very point. I mean, well, where, where's, where's this end? Where's it going? Uh, look, well, we know it's a difficult time with all the litigations, and we certainly do not make light of the serious no. health issues that are coming with the players.
3: But Greg Griffin's but, out, of, out of representing
0: Yeah, well, Greg now. made it clear last year that this is going to take so much time and take a long time mm. that he has other things that he wants to do in life and in law that he's handing this off elsewhere.
3: Oh, too much. And look, it is
0: a really complicated and yeah, time-consuming... Yeah,
3: uh, the rat was part of his... Yeah, but
0: there are other lawyers who will yeah. take the files, Kim.
3: Roach, all the captains met, I think it was at Marvel Stadium, was it? I believe so. Today? Alright, and so, normally yeah. they used to do that in the morning They give Oh you no, no, was it a
0: Fed Square? Did they go Fed Square, Ben, instead of the stadium? I think they might have done Fed Square in Melbourne
3: Either way, anyway, you were talking about the yeah. first round before, after a text round we received zero. from yes. Rocco, this is what Patrick Cripps thinks, or was asked whether he likes the opening round
4: yeah, I love it, I love it. playing in front of big crowds, um, I love the buzz of playing AFL footy, so um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to head up to the Gabba and, and take on the Lions, I think they're, they're a serious side and um, yeah, the way it ended last year, it'd be good to see how, how big our growth has been over the, uh, over the summer.
3: What will the Blues supporters feel, Root, if they get pumped by Brisbane?
0: Well, Sam McClure's written them off already, so...
3: That was a remarkable turnaround, wasn't it? Hey, January let's hear from statements. the premiership captain, Darcy Moore, on the pressures of going back-to-back.
0: Collingwood.
4: Yeah, I don't know. It's definitely a pretty extraordinary feeling to achieve your childhood dream and share it with uh, such a talented and a team with such toughness and will to win it's pretty cool to to share it with them but um yeah as like everything in footy there's always a new season so i've got a new challenge it feels totally different our team's going to look different again so um yeah i suppose both things are true really where there's definitely pressure this year to uh to have a good season and to be ready to go for the opening round up in sydney but um yeah not trying to Diminish what we achieved last year and how much joy it brought to the uh, the Collingwood fans.
0: Go on, absolutely go on. Go
4: on. no oh,
3: way no. in the world they can go back to back. No. Absolutely. Why didn't you tip them instead? No, no. well, I don't think they will, Roach. Um, hey, Jaden from Woodside sent there, through a text.
0: Craig McRae now sitting at home game. How good's this? No, I don't think a so. Kim Dylan curse.
3: <laughs> wouldn't even know me. Uh, this is a good. Ah, you'd rich.
0: be surprised.
3: Uh, hey, oh no, he's Adelaide boy. You'd be surprised. Yeah, yeah, play for clonel Hey fellas, the sample match times aren't confirmed from round thirteen to nineteen, oh, okay. so there might be a night Could game be. at Albert in the second half of the year. Jaden from Woodside. Board good on you, rich, you, used to be all that When Graham Corns wore his white fur coat, it was not a white fur coat. Uh, I, I think it was um, brown with a. Collar what animal? Something. What animal
0: suffered for that?
3: Yeah, uh, he might have stole the lure from the track. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good line. Thank that you. That is a very good line. <laughs> Thank you, Rich. Uh, <laughs> when Graham Corns wore his white fur coat, <laughs> Eagle yeah. Park, the greyhounds thought he was the lure. Oh, that's the
5: text. There. Boom, go.
3: boom, boom, boom. Good on your chops. I like that. Here's another one. Uh, so, in the national reserves. Comp. Yes. The non-affiliated Veerfield teams get the flick to where Port Melbourne and Werribee.
0: Yeah.
3: Matt and Brizzy. There's yeah, well, a lot that's of work right. To be that's done. been a, big a lot of work point. to be done. Yeah, and of course Port Melbourne, the history they've got in that competition.
0: Yeah. So yeah. now we've got yet again another case of what do they do underneath a second tier of AFL? That's going to be a big oh, challenge all around are. the country.
3: I've cop one. Put your name on these texts. We, like we like we like to know here? who's poking fun at us. What it's all the banter. Been? The good. Uh, Standard of footy at Alberton on Friday night. First four quarters were great. Mm -hmm. The bad, Graham Corn's leather budgie smugglers. The ugly, Kimbo throwing to an imaginary ad ad break. (laughs) Mm. You (laughs) do like throwing to
0: breaks, don't you?
3: Well, well, someone has to do it, Roach. Yes. Or you couldn't get the exorbitant pay that you get. Uh, Pardon? Woody from Woodville. Who was that? Oh, that was Woody. Just sent that one through. Oh, Woody from Woodville. And that's not Mario. He tends to do that. That's a different number. G'day, Woody, and welcome to the show. Hmm. You want another one? Yes, please. Costa.
0: He's says, busy today, Costa.
3: Yeah. Kim, I'm a bit over the carry-on about the album and renovations. Uh-huh. At the end of the day, they were written a cheque and went and spent it.
0: Oh. Yeah, but everyone is... It's a little... Everyone's everyone. getting cheques at the moment to build infrastructure. But the important thing is... Unlike some other clubs in Melbourne, Kim, mm-hmm. there is a community focus at Alberton, isn't there? They're making sure it's not just an elite sports centre, it's for the community as well. Basketball, oh, well, Who, who are you having a crack at? Oh, just some clubs like Carlton who shut down the pool to the public because they wanted an elite space. And Collingwood that suddenly gets rid of netball when they got a bit of money to build a centre. Just a couple there, Kim. Is that Okay.
3: Yeah, no, that's good. I like it when you unload, Rich. <laughs> hey, just a reminder: Sports Day SA, six o'clock. Dan Menzel and David Wildy will be back to do it all again tomorrow. Good night, right. everyone.